Hey friends, hope you're enjoying the end of your summer. Uh, I'll be coming to the comic strip in Edmonton, August 23rd through 27th, and the following week to the Spokane Comedy Club. That's August 31st through September 2nd. It would be really fun to see some of the 12 and a half there, or some of the 6 and the 4th, so come on out. Either way, thanks for listening. Deshay! Now entering Nerdist.com Thinking outside the box and the box that came in the line leading the nearsighted four out of five doctors recommend not listening. Not listening. This is cash withdrawal. Ah, the tasty buttery licks of the cash withdrawal sextet. And are you having withdrawal symptoms? So am I. Dishai shy, dishai shy. Kaka, kaka. Can I get a I hi hi? That's always a hard one. Ooh. I, uh, it's great to be back here, uh, on the Cash Withdrawal Show, and, uh, you know, the show you come to when you're kind of feeling like you need a little bit extra, a little extra oomph, a little extra kick in your diet, and we've got some tasty, buttery, uh, podcast episodes coming up for you in the future, but today I'm just gonna bring in my next guest, uh, oh my god, there's three people out there, that's weird, Lawrence? Hey, Lawrence, what are you doing, buddy? Hey, man, how's it going? Who's that, who's that girl out there talking in tassels? Uh, Misha. Misha, yeah, she yeah. seems. Yeah, like she's, she's got sort of a ceremonial robe. Well, yeah, well, you know, she's uh, she's not from America. Yeah, and she's uh, she's really into me, and uh, I found her on Craigslist, and I thought I'd bring her by just to show tassels what uh, you know what could happen. You know, um, so you just brought her by to make tassels jealous. Oh, that's kind of the simple way to say it, but yeah, I mean... Well, that is the way to say it. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's a, world, a whole world out there, and it doesn't stop you know, it doesn't at the stop border of Manhattan Beach. Yeah, it doesn't it's, stop with tassels. So yeah, right. I mean, I'd like for it to stop with tassels. <laughs> it starts but, and stops. With, you think the sun rises and sets yeah, with tassels, you know, but when you got Misha... She's got enough that, that, yeah. that there's other... What are they whispering about out there? You know, they've Seems been talking like, since I got here. How long have you been in the waiting room? I think they're hitting it off i've been up there for 45 <laughs> minutes and they've like locked me out of the conversation are they talking trash about you i, that, I don't know I because i didn't happens. know tassel spoke russian <laughs> i don't either i had no yeah, idea well i don't know she's, or really, some she's, kinda... she's been listening to some books on tape but i yeah, didn't know a yeah. little a doiskeski <laughs> there you go there you go uh doiskeski that's i said that wrong yeah, I, I believe what is it Joyce- Zivago. I don't, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't know but yeah uh, i think they're uh Madam Butterfly. They may be community. <laughs> We're having a really struggle to, to make Russian references. Dostoevsky. <laughs> I'm, I'm really going to struggle to make Russian references the entire. <laughs> and you know, you're going to go home. You're going to be like with with uh, Misha. You're going to be like, and the guy just didn't keep up. He can't even. I mean. Tassels could speak Russian. Cash can't even make a Russian yeah, reference. Even, you know? He couldn't even get Putin. <laughs> he, he had no Brezhnev, no Lenin, nothing. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could draw Gorbachev's uh, 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 the, birthmark, but <laughs> <laughs> the map of the, uh, it's like of the Eastern and... border. <laughs> But uh, no, that's 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 some old terrain we're hitting. Yeah, uh, um, we're ripping on uh, Brezhnev. <laughs> Let's take some Brezhnev material. I mean, I'm out of my league here. I really am. I'm completely out of my element. I'm the king uh, of the old references. <laughs> I'm hey, banging a shoe on this table in a second. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to sit down? Our our, our couch is being reupholstered. So you can sit down on the uh, uh, the uh, the uh, elephant um, uh, hide. <laughs> 
uh, or the shark tooth, whatever you want to. Uh, I'll go with the elephant. Yeah, and the elephant. By the way, it was a natural uh, death. The elephant died. Uh, actually, uh, Tassels was riding the elephant when it, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through the Russian tundra. The Russian, <laughs> where <laughs> you don't really find elephants that much, but but um, you know, I have the office now. Uh, you see the barbecue on the outside of my office, the Weber Grill yeah, that I've nice, been. Uh, well. It used to be nice. That's the problem. I'm having a problem with Weber. I'm having a little dispute with Weber. I was, I was, I was telling you about it the other day. I, uh, the, the grill just rusted really quickly, and now it's, it's actually sort of, it won't, it doesn't work. It's completely ruined in less than two years. It's an expensive grill. Yeah. So I've developed a, a relationship with the uh, Weber grill uh, spokesperson, uh, the uh, customer service guy, because yeah. I'm trying to get him to get me a new one. And, uh, you know, at first, it didn't start off that well. I'll be honest with you. At first, he goes, well, did you have a cover on it? And I'm like, yeah, the cover's been on it every day. I, whenever I'm not grilling, and I grill a lot, uh, which I don't. I, <laughs> that's part of my scheme afterwards. I try to, I'm making him think, like, grilling's my life. Like, I've, I've been be like, a... look, I've been like, listen, I, I mean, now that we've become friends, I, when I call, I say things like, because I've been working on this for weeks, I'm like, uh, you know... Weber's been in my, I mean, I've been using Weber grills since, uh, since I was, uh, since I was wearing a jock strap. I mean, I, uh, I Weber's, I mean, I want to stay in the family. I want to stay in the Weber family. I always make a little like, right. uh, you know, a, a speech about that. I'm like, and I, I don't want to be, I want to keep this within the circle of trust, but you know, I really need you guys to take care of me. And I mean, grilling is, is, is my life. You know, I start, I start going into stuff like I, I love grilling more than anything. I've, I never grill. I've no, I've no idea. I don't, I don't know the difference between any of the, the, the meats that I might put on a grill. But uh, I mean, when I wake up in the morning, you know, this is what I say to him, though. I go, when I wake up in the morning, I think, what am I going to grill tonight? You know? Uh, and which grill am I going to, which Weber am I going to use? Let me ask you, know, you this. The, have you tried the, have you tried the, I'm a Weber man, but the Duquesne people approached my agent. <laughs> And they said we'd like to see cash on a Duquesne, but but I stuck with you people. Look, I've I've, I've shown you. I did make the loyalty speech. Yeah. I didn't mention Duquesne because I didn't know that existed. <laughs> if I had known a rival company to even say, I probably would have. But I was like, I've been sticking sticking with you guys for so many years, and listen. I consider myself a Weber guy. That's what I say. But I don't know what the alternative is. But I've right. said that to him. I'm a Weber guy. So so he finally called me. He, he's calling me now. I think oh, he just likes really? to talk grilling. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, but he's calling me now to tell me the progress because he doesn't have the authority to really uh, get me the discount we need. I want a discount called free. Yeah. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I'm working exactly. for. He got me 50% off the next one. Is that good enough? Should I go uh, with it? Well, I mean... Yeah, where's that that's line? This whole <laughs> you can always, I've been grilling my entire yeah. life, you know, shirtless, right on Highland <laughs> Avenue. People honk at me as I'm standing on the front porch with no shirt on, grilling. Hey, hey, hot stuff. Uh, this, this, are you at that I was line? born to grill. <laughs> that's possible. They, they made a bumper sticker about me, born to grill. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's 50% good. I think it's pretty good. good. But here's the problem I'm having. Um, and you're, I please, mean, please tell me you didn't tell him you live on the ocean where the salt air rusts. This everywhere. is the worst thing. He actually, he actually looked it up on Google. <laughs> so he's like, "Do you live in the yellow chip. house?" And I don't. <laughs> I don't live on on the in the yellow house, by the way. But he's like, "Do you live in the yellow house?" He's like, uh, 
I'm like, no. And he's like, well, it's obviously right near the ocean. He's like, oh, well, th- th- this is the funniest part, though. So I don't really like that. I don't like that that he knows where I live. That, yeah. That's getting the, <laughs> that's, the technology's getting ridiculous. Weber's got a chip in your. What's grill? that on your shirt? Like while we're talking, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But the the worst part was the conversation. The whole relationship started uh, with a lie because I thought I should probably lie. So he's like, "Do you got the you got the the uh, the cover on oh, all yeah. the time?" I go, "Every time I'm not grilling, I got the cover on." Of course, I do grill a lot. And I mean, uh, <laughs> born to grill T-shirt, yeah. bumper stickers, the whole thing. That's me. Uh, uh, but uh, when I'm not grilling, I put that thing on real tight. And he's like, "Well, that might be the problem." Oh my god! You're and trapping I, I never, in the moisture. Yeah, he trapped the moisture. You trapped the salt air in there. Now, I, I really, it's weird when you lie and. <laughs> And then you can't back, but you lie. The truth is, I have not had the cover on for of like six not. months, but I didn't want to admit that. <laughs> right. And the truth would have been better than lying, but I'd already lied, so I yeah. couldn't go back on it. You ever do that? Where you? I mean, it's funny. I sometimes lie I'm a when I don't need honest to. Completely person. Yeah. I don't lie. <laughs> I am. I am. A hey, Misha, <laughs> come here. <laughs> well, using someone is different than lying. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, it's weird when you lie and you don't even need to, oh, and yeah. and then you, um, you know, uh, and then you have to go back on it. I mean, I lie about little things. I uh, I think uh, the listeners know that I I never give uh, my real name like at a coffee shop or anywhere like that. I'm not. That's not. Hey, what do you need my social security number? Yeah. You want my you want a blood type? You want a blood sample? You want to know where I live? Yeah. No, I, I was my uh, my coffee name is Marcus usually. Marcus? Yeah, a lot of I le- like that's stately. I, and I would say with two S's. <laughs> And they're like, where do we put the yeah, second one? Yeah. We're just gonna we're gonna put M A R C. Marcus with two S's. The first S right up front. <laughs> Wouldn't that be Smarcus? Uh, but uh, Marcus. But uh, sometimes right. I'll make it really hard to spell. It'll be like Maurice. M O R R R R R R I S S C. I like watching them write all the way around the cup. See, my my theory is just go whatever the guy in front of you said. Oh, so if you were a Maurice, I'd be a Maurice, and yeah. then they're like, uh, Maurice number one, is this war? No, oh, this is one. Maurice number two. Oh, that's a good one, well, you know. That way, you confuse them a little bit. You confuse them, you might get some free coffee, right, exactly. You're like, Look, I was born, but I, <laughs> I was born, I was to a brew. Maurice, I was born to brew coffee, <laughs> a brewmaster. I'm a brewmaster. <laughs> Barista, a barista, such a <laughs> such a. You should not have such a fancy name with a yeah. tip jar. You know? That's a that's a better name than surgeon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a brain surgeon. I'm a barista. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh. I was thinking of I was daydreaming it would be a prop act type thing, but I was thinking of doing sneak ins with the scrubs on. I would wonder if you if you had a if you actually I would never do it because I don't not a prop act with my sneak ins. But I was thinking if you wore scrubs to the stadium. Carrying and, a small igloo cooler, and you've got a, and you've well, you've got a, a dock bag with yeah. you. I just don't think anyone lets you out of anywhere. I don't think they keep you out. No, you know, um, they might think you're the piano player from Prince's first band. From yeah, the, <laughs> what was that? The Revolution. Yeah, yeah. didn't want to wear scrubs. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what choice was that? I don't know. He's not I, in the Hall of Fame. That no, guy didn't got, make the Hall of Fame. He got kicked out of the YMCA. <laughs> that band, right? Um. You know, I, I, April and I, we were in Chicago with the kids, and we had a, um, our flight was canceled, so we had uh, seven hours to kill. Aye. And, you know, you're already gone, you know, you're already at the airport, you leave, come back. So I was like, let's find, uh, let's find a hotel 
pool and just swim, use the gym. Hopefully there's a shower, steam room, whatever. We found one at the Hilton right across the street. So we walk in. Now, I, you know, I do a lot of sneakers, but sneaking in your kids with all of your luggage, your baby seats, the whole thing is a different deal. But I walked in. I'm like, so I tried to be semi-honest. Actually, yeah, semi-honest. I'm like, we, we just checked out of the hotel and... Uh, couple hours ago we got our flight was canceled and uh you know um so we're just coming back in i was curious if we could just use the you know the, the pool again we had a great stay here and she god that damn woman she, she just she gets on her computer she's like what uh, what's your name like, oh, shit. Here we go. and you ever do that <laughs> let the girls begin. <laughs> so you always go with smith right because right. you figure maybe there's Gotta a smith, smith at the hotel i'm like smith She's like, "What's your uh, uh, first first name?" Now, now we're narrowing things down too much for <laughs> my Maurice. <laughs> this is Maurice too. M O R R R. I go uh, T T Smith because I figured there's more T's <laughs> yeah. names that start with T. I I just thought maybe she'd. Find, I mean, I'm really getting scrambling now. <laughs> yeah. She's like, well, "I don't see a T Smith here," and now I'm just. I mean, it's just getting bad. My kids are standing behind me. My wife. It's seven hours to kill. I have to get into this pool area, you know? She's like, what floor are you on? And I keep getting burned. I did, this is such a stupid, I keep getting burned because whenever this happens, I always uh, uh, name a floor too low. So I went too high, I went 18. She's like, we don't have 18 floors. Now I'm just like, oh, and now now I'm like, well, I've been traveling so much. I just, I, I get discombobulated, but. Let me go to the front desk and, and get everything you need. I, I just had to backpedal. And we had to leave. <laughs> and we came back, and I was going to just offer to pay. And they had a different front person at the door. Sweet. I mean, I could sneak into Super Bowls. I can't get into a, a, a Hilton pool area with you, my kids. The problem is we had all that junk. Yeah. You know, if it had been just me, I would have done the old goggle technique. Yeah, you know, where I just run in and I go, hey, I left my dark goggles by the pool. And right. I'm going to go back and get them. Do and you have so a lost did my and found? kids. And so did my wife. And so my wife, yeah. And I, I left, didn't want to take them out of the, <laughs> of the baby chair. <laughs> I left all of my luggage all of here. my luggage is in there. <laughs> I mentioned I was born to grill. Uh, I was actually grilling some flank steaks out of <laughs> your pool. There, yeah. It's an indoor pool. I don't care. I was uh, grilling uh, flank was, steaks yeah. and I got to retrieve my flank steaks. <laughs> I had to go get my flanks from there. There was a couple sausages, too. You, have you noticed any lost flanks? The old flanker steakers? Nothing uh, called my guy at Weber. You talk, you talk to my guy at Weber. I mean, about when your I wake up in the morning, that, that was hard for me not to laugh. I had a friend in the room when I did that one, but I was like, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I think of is, what am I going to, what kind of meat am I going to grill tonight? <laughs> Uh, I wonder what is the look on his face. He's like, "Wow, this is my guy. Yeah, this is yeah. our target audience." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's he's gonna hook me up with something half price. But anyway, so we uh, I ended up. It turned out uh, you could pay to get in, and it was well worth it. But it felt kind of bad. It felt like I. I mean, I lost. That's I lost failure. that one. Yeah, it was a failure. a failure. There's no doubt. But uh, it was a win because it it was a smart thing to do with the kids and the family to kill oh, off a lot of time. Perfect. Better than. Taking a cab somewhere with all your luggage coming all the way back. They had lockers there. It ended up working oh. really well. But man, they are. Let's load the that, kids that up and go to the a... shed's aquarium for seven hours with our luggage. <laughs> with everything, yeah. 
Where do you put this? There should be places to put. I think the airline, if they're going to cancel your flight, should take your luggage and store it. Yeah. But that wasn't offered at all. No, that's. Anyway, that was. Uh, you know what we should do here because we haven't done, we haven't seen each other in a while, and I just need to get to know you a little bit better. Lawrence Thomas, by the way, is here with us. Legend. comes from the cash withdrawal sextets punk era i like yeah. that yeah they went punk uh, back then you know we've been talking about food a little bit and i've been having this conversation with my kids for the last week if you were on a desert island you could only have one kind of bread what would you want you know you're gonna have to live on it what one kind of bread I'm not sure, and I'll, I'll be honest i don't know if tortillas count does no, that count as bread I don't okay think i don't so. think that counts either i think it's pretty clear cut I don't think it's clear cut, but I think you need a versatile bread that you're going to like for a long time. Right. And there's a lot of variety to it. Uh, so for me, well, I'll, you want to go first? No, you go. Well, I went with uh, bagels would be first for me. You can make a sandwich like from a bagel. Like any kind of bagel? Or well, you, can make, you yeah, to you like can make white? Like... No, no, no. You don't have to choose the exact kind of the thing. So that's why you want to pick one that's oh, versatile. Yeah, that's... It's got a lot of versions of a bagel. Yeah, that's... For me, and this might be stunning, non comes second. Yeah, but what do you, <laughs> you can't non. Huh? Well, you can't make you could, a sandwich out of non. You, you, could eat, you could eat a non sandwich. No. It's really kind of a non sandwich. You're like, this is a non You can't spread peanut butter on non. It just breaks <laughs> all apart. Then you got pieces of non down in your jiffy. <laughs> this is a terrible jiff, whatever. Yeah. Spam. You can't put spam on non. <laughs> I'm going English muffin. Well, I, that was high on my list. April didn't even have it in her top five, and that for that, we're getting divorced. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? How can an English muffin not be higher? Somebody got to make I, a bigger English muffin, and I would put my hamburgers on English muffin all day. I, I, I love it. I, English muffin actually would probably be neck and neck with non, but I also had croissant in the mix. But is it too desserty though, after uh, a while? You're on the desert island, you're like, I want this fucking dessert. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm not going with. Baguette. Baguette. Like, come what? On. You mean a, you mean a, a long rock in a bag? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a baguette, that's a French a word for long rock. A baguette would be rock. good if you had to walk across the island. You could hollow it out to carry water into the other side. <laughs> uh, when, when is this going to soften up? What century is this baguette going to soften at all? I mean, what... Well, that's and uh, you know what else I wouldn't go with? Well, biscotti. We've talked about no. that. That's if that's I a was cookie. if I was pro torture, I would just administer a biscotti to to people with you know a loose tooth, <laughs> you know. Um, so you would. I, I had. Uh, what about sourdough bread? That'd be I love sourdough. I love sourdough. Yeah. Yeah. But would you get tired of the sour? And I actually joked about sourdough bread on the... Uh, me and TJ did a podcast in San Francisco, and I, I ripped on sourdough, and it was purely just for the for the attempt at getting some laughs, because uh -huh. I like sourdough. <laughs> you know. It was against my nature. It was like if I were to stand before a crowd and say that I don't like Weber grills. Right. I mean, I, that's against my nature. <laughs> Cash I'm born to grill. Cash Levy's sourdough bit harkens back to the pedophilia bit <laughs> done on Saturday Night Live by Louis C.K. <laughs> controversy. <laughs> Hashtag controversy. Uh, mm. Yeah, no, it, it was uh, it was it was very much maligned. In fact, people wrote me notes. They're like, "What's what's wrong with sourdough?" <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sourdough, and I have a lot of shame that I that I out, that I actually said that out loud in an attempt to get laughs. What know? about cornbread? 
I'm a cornbread fan. I love. I like cornbread. it. Not a lot you can do with it. No. You know, and plus, desert island wise, yeah, you know, when it dry. falls down, <laughs> when it falls on the ground, yeah. you got to eat it off the ground a lot, yeah. or off the table. You're not gonna have plates. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a biscuit. Are the biscuits, biscuits fresh? Aren't bad. Uh, they're fresh biscuits. You can't live on biscuits alone, oh, can you? Oh, I could. I mean, who am I, I switching? Switch. Who am I phone? I'm, I'm switching. I'm, I'm switching the... from English muffin. Are you to serious? Yes, I'm still sticking with bagel. Look at me. That makes me <laughs> look at you. <laughs> of course, I like biscuits. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but you've lost a lot of weight. Yeah, you're looking good, buddy. Twenty-four you, uh, pounds. Yeah, twenty-four. Yeah. God, this shows how much I exaggerate. <laughs> I told Steve Maison the other day that you'd lost fifty-five pounds. <laughs> I did. You can barely see him. I just he I looks thought like that's he's what you Bieberish. said. <laughs> he's Bieberesque. He's a rail. <laughs> he looks. He can turn like he's on rails. <laughs> My favorite car expression. Turns like it's on this rails. Like <laughs> Every time I rent a car, sled. I'm like, check this out. <laughs> so you, I mean, you've been swimming a lot, right? And uh, Lawrence was going to do the the peer to peer, right? And that was my and, failure. Uh, you talked about you failed getting into the. Uh, the pool on your I got hit by a wave and freaked out and I'd swam a mile and a quarter in the ocean the week before and I didn't even get past the breakers to start hyperventilating <laughs> but it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a rough day right? yeah, yeah the waves were big and mm-hmm. I thought they should have had let me get out past the breakers and then test me yeah because once yeah. I get, you know, if you give me my time, I'll get yeah. out there. I'm like, hey, this is cool. And then I swim yeah. a mile and a quarter. I mean, I think I think the whole test should have been in a whirlpool. <laughs> in a one, therapy whirlpool. In one of those swim gyms <laughs> where you're standing still, like the Jetsons dog. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that, that that's too bad. But I think it might be the best, too, because the start of that race, I've done it a few times, is you, you really do you're, you are hypoventilating when the when the race starts just because yeah. it's so there's people kicking all around it's like you're like sardines and you you do get so excited it's hard to calm yourself right. down so well yeah i mean I, it's the ocean's not uh not not to be and you can't even not to be trifled not to with. be trifled with it's not like an english muffin no, on a on. desert island <laughs> we're not a, we're not some hilton pool we snuck into <laughs> this is the ocean for god's you sake you can't cheat in the ocean you know i, I actually i um you know, I swam competitively as a kid. I was I was in the junior Olympics. Uh, it was a big sport for me until, until I realized that uh, you know, everyone in that sport is enormous. Eventually, but but when you're younger, they're not. But there was a kid that would. Uh, he was a really good backstroker, and uh, my parents didn't really. They, they were really didn't like his parents because I guess his parents would time me. They're like, really? oh, looks like Cash got a. Two tenths off his best time, and they'd be like, "What are you timing my son for?" <laughs> right. And uh, but he, I, but so they really didn't like that other family. But I, I actually liked the other kid. I thought he was kind of classic. And but he, one of his arms, I noticed one day, he was a backstroker. One of his arms was significantly bigger than his other arm. His right arm was huge, and his left arm wasn't as muscular. And we all started to realize that he was just pulling on the lane lines. <laughs> So much that, like, during practices, no yeah, way. and you swim on the right side, you circle swim. So his arm was monstrous, and uh, it turned out he was he was cheating, and he got because he got caught in a couple uh, like big meets. Um, I, I don't know if people even cheated. Yeah, I don't even know you'd risk such a thing. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, it's like it's 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 almost like it's almost like grilling without a Weber. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, it's almost it's 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 like wearing a motor. So I mean, if you had, it's like you try to put fans on, <laughs> yeah. right? It's crazy. That's not. Um, 
And so I'm having a, a, a dilemma, you know, the, the eclipse. And I, I may, we may not be able to, I may not be able to put on another podcast before the, the big eclipse on uh, uh, August 21st. And I'm going to be in Idaho somewhere. And by the way, if you, if you live in Idaho or Wyoming, uh, I need a place to stay. Uh, Somebody. <laughs> I have two kids and a wife. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, but we'll have Plus he stayed there last night. He was yeah. at your place last night. Look, he was, was on the eighteenth floor. In your, I was in your backyard anyway. Can I camp there? But I need a place to watch this eclipse. And for you, if you're in the sixth and a fourth, I, I really do need somewhere to watch it. I'm doing a house trade. Some people are gonna be living in my house, I'm gonna live at theirs. But they're kicking me out of of our place in Idaho uh two days before the eclipse. So we're just gonna be uh spinning our wheels out there. Uh, before before the eclipse, but I need a, a place to stay, and uh, I don't know with the traffic jams if I'm going to be able to get back home afterwards. Yeah, uh, I mean that could be. It's gonna. It's supposed to be just you know. It's, it's supposed to be Armageddon. Yes, car. But that's what they say. That's what they say about Y2K, and it's like, am I going to honestly be in the mountains with the uh, historic eclipse? It hasn't happened in. And this is the moon's way of saying, hey, check me out. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? look. Yeah. I'm, I'm at her. You forgot about me too often. There'd be no I'm going to go clear across me. the sun. Blocking out Fuck you, sun. <laughs> to the peak. <laughs> to, to the peak. <laughs> to the peak. <laughs> Fuck you, sun. He's <laughs> <laughs> like right, just flipping the bird yeah. at the sun, right? I need to be there for it. I'm in the mountains. I'm not going to leave the mountains during the best eclipse in our nation's history. Because I'm worried about a fucking traffic jam, right? I do have to stay. But I have to get back in L.A. the next day, uh, my kid's first day of school, and I'm flying off to Edmonton. So ah, here's the school. thing. Yeah, but this also... like I, a big science project. So here's the deal. How can I... If I were to get a flight, how can I get my car back here without even driving back? Because mm. I tried this once in college where my, my mom didn't, my parents didn't want me to bring my car to college. Sophomore year, they finally agreed, but they go, you're not going to drive it 24 hours out to Colorado. So we're going to have someone, they have the service where you don't have to pay for it. That person right. needs a car and they drive it. Right. And it's a win-win. Well, the guy didn't show up for about two or three weeks. And uh, I kept calling the company. I'm like, where's my car? It's supposed to be here like two <laughs> weeks ago. Finally, I go, Is, I'm going to have to call the police. Is the car stolen or what? And, uh, the guy, uh, I finally got a hold of him. He was in Aspen, and he's just kind of laid up there. He's like, with yeah, your dude. yeah, with my car. I'm like, what? What's going on? He's like, yeah, there was some some snafus. <laughs> Snafu. I'm like, what kind of snafus? I don't understand. He's like, yeah, I hit a deer, and uh, you know, the car's kind of wrecked. So I was just trying to get it kind of a little bit better before it doesn't drive right now. But I'll get it to you. <laughs> so he gets it to me, and. There was all this fur on it, but it looked to me like it looked to me it looked to me like he glued the fur right. to the car. Like I left that fur glued to the car for another year or two, because like, my friends and I thought it was so funny. Because it was like you glued cat fur to our car. You hit like a tree or something. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. You that did. It didn't look like deer. It didn't look like deer. Like yeah. fur at all? It's like that's weird. This fur has a collar. Did you hit a muppet? <laughs> this is orange. This fur has a collar on it. it says Bingles on it. Bingles. <laughs> you know? Oh it was so. So weird. did their insurance pay for your car? No, nobody paid for anything. I mean, this was back before, you know. Uh, well, before there were cars, even. No, uh -huh. I, I don't know. Uh, this was back. You know, I, I mean. 
I don't think there was an official deal that had been like it was like a very casual. Uh, it was bev- there weren't computers people were using for that kind of thing, right? There was no online right, right, kind of stuff, yeah. so there was no way to like trash the company or. I mean, maybe there was something I could have done, but a car drove and had a big dent in it. I didn't even really. I thought it was in the end. It, I thought it was kind of funny, yeah. but I just <laughs> wanted my car back. Funny. But he must have known he was in trouble because he left the car and just like put the the key on the wheel. Like I never did get the handshake or anything. And he called me and he was like, "Your car's around the corner." I'm like, "Where are you?" He's like, "I had to bail." Yeah, I never want to meet you. I never want to meet you. Yeah, I'm on the 18th floor. So how am I gonna get my car back? Uh, well, I mean, now there are more reputable services, right? That someone could drive my car back from, say, like Salt Lake. If I have to fly out of Salt Lake, 6th and 4th, can you drive my car? Now we're just using the podcast for just advertising. You pay for my flight (laughs) to to see the thing, and I'll drive your car back. To the eclipse? Yeah. But I won't be able to watch the eclipse in Salt Lake. That's just my fallback position airport, because every other airport's booked. This is going to be just absolute madness, this thing. Maybe. Or maybe all this talk of madness will make it not madness. It'll be a great experience. But I am not going to find out. Oh, it turned out there was no traffic. And I was in the mountains. And I skipped out early. And my, my kids missed it. And I watched it on TV. Right. You know? Well, I mean, the absolute like epicenter, I think, is like Hopkinsville, Kentucky. Yeah. And, and, there, and there's like... Hotels and you're from been, Kentucky. Right, right. My yeah. family is from Hopkinsville and Kate is like in that part of the country. And yeah. they say like hotels were getting called five years ago. Oh, and they're yeah. going, we want to book your entire hotel. Yeah. Like five years out. And they're like, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> you yeah. know, we're going to block the. So, I mean, it's going to, I think it's going to be kind of crazy. I called a KOA in uh, Wyoming. Yeah. And uh, she just laughed for like 10 <laughs> minutes. And finally she was like, it's been booked for eight years. Yeah. And uh, she's like, it's quadrupled the price, and I mean, it's. Have you called the guy at Weber? Because I'm doing a (laughs) grilling exhibition about grilling during an eclipse. I had to tell whether your flank steak is properly, properly charred on one side. What are you gonna do? I mean, do you go now? Would you just because they're gonna give me half price on a real grill with a gas thing, but or it could be charcoal. I could just buy a charcoal grill. Charcoal's better, but less convenient. But how 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 pressed am I for time? I don't know. I grill every day. Oh, you do for real? Okay, yeah. I want to. I'm on a bit of an exhibition. I I like to be on the front porch with no shirt on. So I have Uh, noticed that grill on your. Yeah, I grill every day. Because Lawrence lives on. uh, I'm not going to say which one, but he lives on kind of a major thoroughfare in the Manhattan Beach area. Right. And his porch, you can see his porch from. Like I've seen him make love at least (laughs) twelve or fourteen times. Uh, If that's what you want to call it. Misha, hold your ears for a second. Misha already left. Uh, She took off on your bike with tassels. (laughs) Um, But, um, and you can see Lawrence on his porch, uh, you know, usually no shirt on. No shirt. Grillings. It's like redneck Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there's there's Lawrence. (laughs) Here, I'm going to do this here. uh. Here. Eternal existential quandaries. Eternal quandaries. Eternal quandaries. Eternal existential Okay, if you want to hear any more of that, they're in a, a, a three by five booth there playing the music and 
break the glass. <laughs> I love those guys. Um, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, uh, the tooth fairy. My son in Chicago uh, literally gambled away his tooth fairy money. Wow. Yeah. And I guess it was a good learning experience. But I, I is that do we need those lessons to be taught so early? Probably good though, yeah, right? Yeah. Earlier than now, better. the going rate for a tooth fairy apparently is is uh, in this house is uh, five dollars for the first tooth, and uh, two dollar bills for the you know the tooths uh-huh, after that, yeah, I like the that. teeth after that. So he had a little cash on his you know on hand. He brought it to Chicago, and they all went up to the track and met. My wife did a smart thing. She had like eight people that wanted to see her out there, old friends, high school, college, whatever. Just made it the track. And I know that's... Uh, oh, I'm you know, in love with cause that. Because that way you don't have to have this sit around and yeah. eat thing where at least there's something to do. Everyone's yeah. losing money. If and, you're pissed at somebody, you can get up and go gamble. Release my Kraken. <laughs> you know, you Kraken. <laughs> so that was pretty good. Um, we got back here and... Um, we saw a couple of raccoons in our, our backyard last night. Now, I've talked about this on the show before. I think raccoons are so underrated. They're awesome They're animals. Great. I think it's ridiculous, this criticism. Uh, you know, they, they eat out of the trash. <laughs> yeah, uh, they eat food out of the trash. <laughs> they don't eat, like, you know. Uh, D-cell batteries. Yeah, these batteries. <laughs> they eat food. They, not, a lot of people eat out of the trash, right. really. I mean, like, if you... I mean, what, what what is even a takeout container? What is takeout? Yeah, you put it you know, on your countertop or on your fridge. You eat old pizza the next day. You're that's, just that's, a middleman for thing. the trash. You, you are exactly. It's your 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 belly is the trash. Yeah, basically, man. they they eat the same thing. We're, there's nothing wrong with them. They get such a, a bad reputation for this. They're great family animals, and they're so beautiful. Yeah. When they, you I see saw, one of them, they look up at you like they got those big eyes, and they're like, uh, "I belong here, motherfucker." <laughs> they're like they're big. really like, yeah, man. They're uh, and the, I saw them one time when I lived in Playa. They were a whole family of them crawled out of the sewer, and the dad or the mom would climb up into the garbage can and yeah. then throw stuff out to the other one, and yeah. she would distribute it to the little babies. Really? Yeah. So they're they're family. They're family yeah. animals. Yeah, the family animals, and you know what? Uh, my understanding is they only use Weber Weber grills. Total Weber families. <laughs> but no, they they're so awesome yeah. looking. Their tails are huge. Yeah, they're big. They're and big animals. They're so people think they're animals. all like little, but when they get big, I mean they're you know dogs. So funny. I, I feel like we're are we are, do humans hate themselves because any animals that choose to live near us. And and kind of try to live off what we're doing a little bit, but stick around a little bit. We're real hard on. We're like, oh, that's a dirty animal. <laughs> what? What? It's dir- the only dirtiness that it is is it is trying to live near all these dirty people, people. and it's uh. just trying to survive because there's no natural food it can eat around anymore. Uh. And what do you mean it's a dirty? There's nothing dirty. There's nothing wrong with a raccoon. And I do think they need chiropractors though, because their backs seem to be kind of. Have you noticed that? Scoliosis. You know, a little scoliosis. <laughs> Your, your back's a little wonky there. Yeah. Um, here's one that really, this is really the existential quandary. Um, so I was at the aquarium and they were comparing the, uh, uh, what is it, the eight-legged thing, the uh, octopus. octopus. Yeah. Uh, the old eight-legger. Uh, old eight-leg. You know. They were comparing, they were like, it's as smart as a dog. And, you know, I hear that a lot everywhere I go. It's as smart as a dog. Is that, is that a good thing? Smart as a dog? If all the animals are as smart as a dog, is being a dog that smart, <laughs> are, are, really? Is the dog the top is of it, the... Could you say 
Yeah, why is the dog the top of the smart chain? Because it's figured out a way to live off people and not have to get in the garbage. Because we know that dolphins are supposed to, or dolphins and whales are supposed to be smarter than dogs, right? Uh, I, don't know. I think so. I think so. So it's never like it's smart as a dolphin. It's always as smart as a dog. It's the only thing we've got hands on that we can test that much. Maybe mm-hmm. I did see a a octopus at the national zoo open a can, open a jar, and stick its tentacles down inside the jar and pull crayfish or crawfish or whatever yeah. out and eat it. It was pretty yeah. pretty incredible. Yeah. And have you seen where like they flee from a boat? You no, know, I, I don't at all. The little holes yeah. and all no, that. I don't at all uh, question the smarts of the octopus. But is it? But I'm trying to. But I'm trying to. Want, I'm trying to ask: Is is everything? Is that seems the standard? To, yeah, the dog seems to be the standard. Um, and I think we judge uh, intelligence in animals, but by human terms, on such a level. I don't think we understand these animals. It's like, what do you you mean? Like, oh, which one's more likely to solve a math problem? <laughs> which to me seems somewhat irrelevant, because these, some of these animals are smarter than people in their own way. Yeah. So based on their situation, our thing is we make the world sort of change for us, and that was what our brains did. That seemed to be our best skill, or, or you know. But animals tend to. Figure out a way to live within the parameters maybe they should, where they're living. Maybe they should build a different scale. Like that, the octopus is as smart as a Southern Pentecostal that had the cord wrapped around his neck at birth for like twenty seconds, and its its oxygen was cut off for like twenty seconds. So yeah, so you're more specific. Yeah, you know this. He's that, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know this octopus is smart as a guy who never uh, learned to read. Right and. Uh, didn't have much of an education, but learned to survive right. and actually ended up building a business, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, like uh, and doing quite well as an entrepreneur, exactly. but, but, but but actually didn't have much uh, smarts in terms of the all street smarts. smarts. Yeah, yeah, street smarts. No book smarts. You know, you know? Uh, and then you name one of them. Right. You know, I don't know who that would be, but like who who quit who quit high school and became a huge success? You know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you know, <laughs> nobody in my group. <laughs> You know, since <laughs> since Tommy quit high school, things have really gone through the roof. We're gonna we're gonna finish up here with something we like to call the uh, uh, the meritless advice here. Oh boy, yeah, it's the band just. I have some things to tell you, and none of them are true. Meritless advice. Meritless advice. I have some things to tell. Okay, so so Jonas uh, Polsky uh, just. At my behest, I mean, he he decided to do it finally. He's a a, a fellow that listens to the show, contributes a lot of funny material uh, for both shows, really. But he uh, decided to do FarmersOnly.com and try out my uh, my idea, where you act like you say, "I'm not a farmer, but teach me, yeah. love me, <laughs> please. <laughs> I want to learn and uh, see if that works." So, so Jonas actually joined, and then he sent me this letter. It's kind of old school. He sent me an email, or you know, saying what happened. He says, after Cash suggested I try it several times, I joined FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> if you watch sports on TV, you've probably seen commercials for Farmers Only about a billion times, which is a dating site that is only recruiting farmers. It is so wildly adverti- widely advertised for such a small audience, I always assumed they were buying all of this advertising to launder money somehow. <laughs> See, that's Jonas. He's just going to have his own theory. You can't have set national marketing for such a small group of people. But there's enough farmers, aren't there? 
Yeah, I think so. To, to have a, a dating site for it. Anyway, right. Cash viewed Farmers Only as an untapped world of women. <laughs> and Jonas, you got that right. <laughs> Who non-farmers could entice by telling them how much they want to learn about farming. Also, having grown up on a rural farm, which I had an idea he grew up on a rural farm. What would a rural farm be? Or, like a bucolic setting. Out in the rural area, I would say in a small town, the outside of a small okay. town. Not even bordering. You know, the Parker Ranch is 20 right. miles up the right. East Road. You know, that's a rural farm. So I didn't know Jonas grew up on a rural farm. So he, he must have had like, a, you know, grapes and, and like, you know... <laughs> pomegranates in his backyard who knows um anyway uh where is it uh he grew up on a rural farm i know there's a lot there's not a lot of women around (laughs) (laughs) and women that work on farms raise animals do 4-h are not the hottest women you're gonna see (laughs) now that is a gross generalization Uh, this make me. I'm. This is gonna reveal. I'm not gonna say make me seem how dumb I am, but reveal how dumb I am. What is 4H? 4H. I don't know what the H's are, but it's like the scouts for farmers. You know, yeah. it's like a agricultural. <laughs> you know, uh, sir. It's like the Kiwanis Club for young farmers. Okay. They teach you about farming. Okay. okay. Like 4H kid will get a pig and raise it, and then you know. So I. I just. I'm surprised. See, I think. There's something about... See, this is the thing. I think all women are beautiful. There's oh, something about women that makes me just want to uh, have sex with them. Yeah. And it's it's just something about that. that and yeah. I, you know, um, and call me... You know, that's just me. Call I know me a lot crazy. Of people, I know a lot of people <laughs> like to talk to them and stuff, and I like that too, but, <laughs> but there's something about them that just makes me want to kind of... Uh, you know, make passionate love to them, but uh, but so I can't imagine that being different with farmers, but that's just you know, I'm different than most guys. Yeah, like, I realized the other day, my, my friend was getting on me because I actually like eating popcorn <laughs> during movies, <laughs> and he's like, What? what? A lot of people Come on. eat string beans, and I'm like, No, I like popcorn. popcorn. There's something about eating popcorn huh. watching a movie that's quite different than anything. You, you should try it. Yeah. A lot of people don't do it. I'm different that way. Yeah, well, I'm I mean, a unique I've... guy, I'll be the first to admit it. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, my big joke was that I assumed that before you signed up for Farmers Only, you'd have to pass a quiz about farming to weed out all the pretenders. Quote, look at these cows. Look at these three cows. Which one is a Jersey cow? And the one that's the singing one's Springsteen. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to say the one with the open collar down to here. Screen the gold slam. <laughs> um, uh, so... If you ever used plentyoffish.com, Farmers Only is just a reskin of their website. This means everything about the site, from the interface to how the site works, is exactly like Plenty of Fish. So instead of designing a site, designed a site from scratch, they just joined up with Plenty of Fish and used their existing site with a rebrand. And this this really upsets me. Uh, and this isn't the kind of thing Weber Grills would do. No, I mean they don't rebrand no, things. Of course not. It's people that were born to grill. For dating websites, especially, they live and die by the number of active users on their site, because probably not that many people are actual farmers or bother to sign up for farmers only. Uh, they need to have users from somewhere. The Onion and I believe Slate have had paid dating on their sites before, and they shared the same pool of users. So this is, this is disappointing. My dream seems to be falling apart here. Uh, I got to tell you, I joined the site. It asked me to upload a picture, and then said, "Welcome, farmer, 
313-8249. Well, <laughs> that means there's farmer. how many? What is that? 31,000 and 313. Yeah, 313 million. No, 3 million. Yeah. They digitally, they digitally put like overalls yeah. on his picture. <laughs> I don't know if you could pick a number later, but it gave you a random farmer name to start. Also, they didn't make me fill out any sort of a profile or ask anything about farming. Now that is bad. I mean, they, they should at least show a picture of you, right? Yeah, because that's really part of the part of the deal when you're ask trying to you date you, someone. You always kind of want to see them. What your favorite crop is? Yeah, you know, ask you what are you what are you planting this year? Yeah, are you tilling? But there oh, yeah. should be a thing, right? Are, yeah. are you a farmer or are you just yeah. wanting to are learn? You just that would have been the, you know. To learn. Like most shitty dating sites, they'll tell you if someone likes your photo but won't let you contact them unless you pay for a membership. So this is a pyramid scheme. I got one like, and it was from a woman in Long Beach. I don't think there's farming in Long Beach. <laughs> <laughs> Hydroponic farming indoors. So I don't think there are any actual farmers on FarmersOnly.com. I got a few emails from them, and I was bored with it, so I deleted my account. Well, Jonas, thanks for thanks for uh, at least trying this yeah. out. Um, I, I have a dream. <laughs> I have a dream. There is a place where farmers can go, or people that want to farm, and they can find each other. And I do not believe that farmers are less attractive. No. Because this is where our nation's food comes right. from. And, you know. Anybody that's ever watched country music television knows that farm girls are hot (laughs) and they party and they drink and they make stuff from watermelons and they don't care what you think because this is the way they live and you be damned um so that's jonas thanks for contributing jonas we have another one here daniel uh, monans writes uh where is the line between masturbating in the shower and just thoroughly washing your genitals (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to find out. I think it's at the point that it goes off. You wash too long. I mean, it's it's simple. I was just washing it. But then... But it went off. It went off. Yeah, you're right. Then you've completed the math. That's a a perfect answer. That's true. If it goes off, then it's... Uh, Yeah. uh, J.C. Weed asks, uh, If you have sex with a prostitute while she's sleeping, is that considered shoplifting? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'd have to ask, uh, uh, you know, um, <laughs> Bill Cosby. But I, I think I'm, it's, it's starting to sound like it's considered more than shopping. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that goes up the uh, goes up the. Not crime. that those were prostitutes, but still, uh, you know, you can't, I think a couple you can't fool were. around with people while they're sleeping. I think a couple were. Yeah, probably. Oh, were they? I think so. Yeah, I don't. I'm know. I'm just saying that just to yeah. just, just to spice it just, up. A just to spice it up. <laughs> I want, just to get I want that rumor ires. up. I don't yeah. know where it started, but I just know Bill Cosby ires. was a... Yeah, you um, can't have sex with people while they're sleeping. Unless it's me. You can have sex with me while I'm sleeping if you want. Because I, I sleep heavy. I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I got yeah. the CPAP on. You ever woken up and someone's kind of trying to fool around with you a little bit? Uh, No. I don't think so. Once I was asleep, my ex-wife was like... I mean, I've been woken up and said, hey, let's let's go. Oh, you know, this guy approached me after a show, which fits right into this, and he asked me, he said, uh, you know you're having a bad stretch when, you, when you're dreaming about masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> and I, he was such a nice guy. I met him after the show, and uh, 
uh, in Burbank uh, about a month ago, and I wrote it down because I was like, that's a funny idea. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, so... I, when I was married, I had a sex dream about Halle Berry. Really? And I turned her down and said I was married. Are you I serious? I can't, I'm married. You're like, come on, man, you're so married, you can't even have a sex dream about well, Halle Berry. Well, I do wake up, sometimes I, f- I fool around in my dreams and wake up and I feel guilty. Yeah. Because I thought I actually did. Yeah. For a second, I'm so relieved I didn't. I was like, oh, I'm glad that was a dream. Yeah. You know? Okay, so um, <clears throat> Greg Zilla writes, uh, can any useful information uh, start or ever the phrase, quote, just a friendly reminder? Like, can any useful information, I guess, start with the phrase, just a friendly reminder? No, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's like somebody who... Hey, your dog's supposed to be on a leash. Hey, you know you shouldn't park there. That, no, that's yeah. Nobody says anything important. That's snarky, yeah. busybody You're talk. Right. Just so you know. Just so yeah. you know. Yeah. Here at Grandview Elementary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bastards. Uh, Camille Conn writes: Pulling out a stranger's earbud to tell them you love them. Creepy or confident? Do you look like a farmer? <laughs> that's I mean, like that's confident. A, I, I mean, that's that has to be creepy. If it's Plus a guy, it's a creepy. If it's a girl, it's confident, right? That's that double standard. If a hot girl came up to me and pulled out my earbud and said, I love you or whatever, anything like that, I'd be like, oh, hey. But if a dude does it to a girl, total creepy. See, this is where I'm totally different than most guys. When an attractive girl even talks to me, <laughs> it makes me want to have sex with yeah. her. But I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But, um, (laughs) so stupid. Okay. Greg Mote, M O T E, writes The Liberty Bell. Time to give it another go. (laughs) I mean, really, like you can put it in a museum. One of your biggest, like, is it, it was a failure, right? Right. I mean, it was, it broke. Smelted wrong. (laughs) Is that what it was? I don't know. so that you smelt is that why are they so proud of a broken bell i don't, I don't, I don't know a lot about history but what's what's going on there they rang it so hard that uh, it cracked but is that a faulty. bad statement about liberty that if you if you ring <laughs> yeah, it too if you, hard if you try for the bears of freedom and then they're like Pow, and it just breaks oh no i don't know that Let seems king back in yeah i to me that that doesn't seem and by the way, it's pulling out the stranger's earbud thing. Here's another thing that needs to happen. If you're if you put someone on the speakerphone, you got to tell whoever you're talking to. That's getting out of hand. Yeah. In the car, like, oh, there's six people listening, and then you hear after, you know, you've been talking for six six minutes about the, I don't know, venereal disease that <laughs> seems to be this. rearing its ugly nice. head again. <laughs> Come on, I thought you said that medicine would get rid of it. What the heck? I've drove, I drove all the way to Tijuana. My mom's in the car. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'll just kind of not ever talk to you again. Um, all right, one more, right? Um, let's see. Nicholas, I, we like, I like Nicholas. Nicholas at Nicholas and Iowa writes, when does my license to ill expire? <laughs> Never, because you got to fight for your right to party. To party, that's right. Hey, guys, I hope you're having a great summer. Lawrence, thanks for coming by. Hey, let's, talk, let's, let's go out and do some grilling. Yeah, what let's do, do. Let's get do. some flat iron steaks are big yeah. these days. You better, you better get out there. I just saw uh, uh, 
your your girlfriend Misha. and Tassel, Misha and Tassel's uh, doing wheelies out in the backyard <laughs> there. On, so we got This is a total backfire. <laughs> She's gonna like her more than me. <laughs> now leaving nerdist.com.